Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And what's up, all you hooligans? How are you guys and gals doing this morning? Man, oh man, do I got a show for you today. I looked at this article and my stomach started to turn. It just popped up on one of my feeds. I was like, okay, let's check it out. What are they talking about here? They're claiming that these are America's most dangerous biker gangs. So I go through it. I was like, this is insanity. This is as worse as the cops saying that the Hells Angels are losing their mojo. We covered that on the episode before. So I say to myself, why in the heck do they push this kind of stuff? We all know the answer. Stuff like this sells. They make their money. The cops, they get their budget. The more that they make people look like the boogeyman, the more money they're going to get. But there's a but. Hollywood's going to do some digging. Because if you're going to say that these are biker gangs, I'm going to come back and provide proof that the other side isn't so cool. It's an article that really got to me. I think, for one, it's because it's written, and you know it is, by some yuppie with a, you know, a college degree that's worthless who is trying to be an expert on things. That's the new thing nowadays, isn't it? Experts. You got cops that are experts on motorcycle clubs because they might have been involved in one case and one takedown. And then they're all of a sudden experts. So let's look at this stuff. And I'm going to give you something very, very interesting after we go through the one article by Complex. Yes, it was by a magazine called Complex. But you're going to be like, holy cow, after I read the second article. Insanity, man. This is just never stops. And what's even funnier is they put colors up from Germany and Cologne, and they're talking about Americans. Anyway, let's see what they have to say here. Outlaw motorcycle gangs have been a thorn in the side of U.S. law enforcement since the 1960s. I would have to argue 
that law enforcement's been a thorn in a lot of our sides for a longer time than that. Today, these dangerous organizations are engaged in criminal activities on both coasts and throughout the American heartland. Really. Dangerous organizations. Hmm. 1% Motorcycle Club, so named because the American Motorcycle Association, they all go back to that. It's out there. Okay, let's just grab that. That's what everybody says. Let's put it in my article. That's what they do. They claim a litany of crimes from contract killing to petty theft. (laughs) Idiots. Anyway, because of their prominent role in the American underworld, and I think we've been back and forth, back and forth on, you know, how clubs shouldn't even be considered that because they don't do anything on an organized level. Outlaw bikers have long been uh, (laughs) mystical, if you will. In film, TV, and literature, Hunter Thompson's book, Hell's Angels, brought the gang's ruthless behavior to light. It was like, what, 1960s and 1970s? Come on, man. And the popular TV show, Sons of Anarchy, rekindles America's interest in the subculture. No, maybe the reason why Americans look towards clubs, bikers, is because they know that they ain't going to take any crap from the government. And that's probably why the government can't stand bikers. Along with the Hells Angels, gangs like the Mongols, Pagans, and Banditos are active to this day. In fact, two high-ranking members of the Pagans were recently hit with federal charges for allegedly being the man that they thought was aligned with the Hells Angels. Then they go into the Waco incident, all that good stuff. But I don't see in there, they say nine people were killed, but they didn't say four of them were killed by cops. Here's some of the clubs they got on. Learn who's behind these events with our list of the most dangerous motorcycle gangs in America. They have the Warlocks. They are on the Eastern Seaboard, according to them, with more than 500 members. They go on. The Highwaymen. Detroit. More than 300 uh, members. Black Pistons. Scattered across the United States, approximate membership 400 plus. Some one percenter jobs are so dirty that even the most feared clubs in America won't touch them. Get out of here with that. Uh, West Coast Vago, so they say Southwest, with an approximate uh, membership of 4,000. Uh, the Sons of Silence, Midwest and South, uh, they approximate 250 to 275. Where are they getting these numbers, by the way? The Pagans, uh, Eastern Seaboard, more than a uh, thousand banditos, uh, concentrated in Texas, the South, more than five G's, outlaws, uh, Eastern and uh, Central with 1700, Mongols, Southern California, 2000, and then the Hell's Angels, 
uh, with over 2,500. Then they go to the Avengers, the Breed. Man, I haven't heard the Breed in a long time. They got the Outcast in there, uh, Brother Speed, Phantom Outlaw. They're just pulling clubs out of thin air for their article. Now, going back up, I want to read this again. Outlaw motorcycle gangs have been a thorn in the side of U.S. law enforcement since the 1960s. And I came back and said, well, Leo has been in a thorn in our side for many, many years. Now, what they will not put that in that article is this. And I was doing research, and this is an updated one of April 26th of this year. We talked the other day about how the L.A. Sheriff's Department and all these cop shops over there are forming internal gangs. Internal gangs within their department. Yes, cops forming gangs. The same thing they're supposedly supposed to be busting. Just like those who want to be a part of clubs and then bust you down to five. So I say to myself, who should we be more afraid of? We know that it's a known fact. Clubs that have clubhouses in neighborhoods the neighborhoods are more safe. But the media and all that sh- tells you that you should feel safer with cops. I have to disagree. Here's a story for you. And this is an exclusive out of knockla.com. Santa Ana's police met team includes gang-like group that sexually assaulted a child. And the chief, David Valentin, has been accused of letting MET act with impunity. There's some of the pictures of them. Officers in an exclusive Santa Ana Police Department unit who share gang-like tattoos that are skulls have been the subject to complaints of alleged misconduct both off and on duty, but face no discipline. According to police records, a source within the department, five officers in the MET, which operates much like a police SWAT unit, were accused of verbally harassing two teenage girls and groping one of them on the buttocks in 2020. This in a restaurant. According to police records, body cam, and a source. In 2021, Santa Ana City Council member Jonathan Hernandez reported seeing an off-duty MET officer and another man holding a struggling woman in a parking lot in downtown Santa Ana groping her breasts and telling her 
chill, shut up, according to the police officers. Other witnesses said that they saw the off-duty MET officer holding his wife back from an intoxicated woman who was trying to fight her outside the Copper Door restaurant. All three cases, SAPD concluded no wrongdoing had occurred and no officers were disciplined. Now, they initially refused to release records of these incidents in response to a public records act request after the fi- uh, this reporter filed the lawsuit against the city for refusing to produce the records. Santa Ana released body camera footage, 911 call audio, and written reports of the incidents as required by law. MET officers share matching black skull tattoos with a a spades. Let's see her. Most officers in the MET unit have matching black tattoos on their forearms, calves, and upper arms, the source said. The tattoo displays 040s above a skull with an ace of spade on its forehead and the word MET below the skull. The number 040 is a reference to MET's police code. Really? There's a picture of it. Would they consider that a gang tattoo? Most members of the MET group also carry challenge coin-like tokens, according to the source. A challenge coin is a small token or coin with an organization's name or slogan on it, typically given to members as a sign of recognition or status. And their token is adorned with the ace of spades and the skull and the number 31. Tattoo. Here they are. Why is there only one source covering this? Why isn't this on every front page of every newspaper in this country? But no, you'll have articles like this pop out. And it'll get more attention than this one. Does clubs do stupid stuff? Yes, they do stupid stuff big time. But you have to hold accountable the other side as well. Something like that story should be everywhere. What do you guys think? Let me know in the comments below. We're going to go over to the second part of the show with China Dow right now. We'll be right back after this music break.
me I see something that reminds me of you Every night the dreams return to haunt me Your rosary wrapped around your throat
Every once in a while, we just have to say it. Fuck us. That's what I was thinking. Focus. Whatever. People do vote for radio stations. Radio stations. If you want modern rock. WMMRDB Rockford. WMMRDB Rockford. I thought your sister, when she was here, going to make fun of me and sit in my freaking chair and stuff and, you know, WMMRDB Rockford. You never know what she's going to do. You never know. She a little weird. You never know. Dude, she was skipping through Walmart. That's what I mean. She a little weird. Fucking with, <laughs> trying to fuck with me and embarrass me in Walmart. It's like, dude, you can't embarrass me. <laughs> I embarrass you. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't. Okay, well. I was intently looking for stuff for the boat. <laughs> you don't fuck with me when I'm looking at stuff for my boat. I lose concentration. <laughs> anyway, fate hit us yesterday. Fate hit us yesterday. Fate. I'm going to Harbor Freight because I got to get some aluminum weld in case I got to weld some stuff up on the boat. And then I say to myself, you know what? I feel go- like going to look at some doggies. Yeah, we did. So I U-turned. And went to the animal shelter because I believe in adopting. I don't believe in buying and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, walking through the dog pen, they some mean motherfuckers in there this time. Oh my god, they were bad. They were fucking insane. Dude, there was this most gorgeous German Shepherd, seven years old though. Man, that thing was showing teeth and and then they had this, what was it, the cane... Cor- the Kane Corso? Oh my god, that thing was even meaner. And then it's they had like, a Rottweiler that was like, oh my god, that thing's going to bite my arm off. What the hell is with all these it's dogs? It's like, what the hell did you do? Give them angel dust in your fucking foods? What they, the fuck? They gave him something, let me tell you. Anyway, we walked into the cat section. Mm-hmm. Never take Hollywood anywhere. Never take me animals. anywhere. Never no. with animals. Because you know what? I'd rather be with an aminal than a freaking person. A- am- aminal? Yes. An aminal. I'd rather be with one of them. Aminal. I look over and there's this calico. And you look over and see the calico. Uh huh. And I was like, that's it. That's the one I want. You're like, that's the one I want. Yep. Very cuddly fucking cat, because cats usually ain't cuddly. They gotta, they're smarter than dogs, okay? They are. Cats are smarter than dogs. Shit. Literally, they know how to shit in a fucking box. I know. What the hell? How you know? That's that makes them ten times smarter than a dog. <laughs> so it was purring and purring, and it was all over us. Yeah. So now I'm hoping because we can pick it up on the six. Yeah. That it actually goes through because it had one of them tags. It had a microchip, and when they have the microchips and they're at a shelter, they have to send a letter to the address on that microchip. So we're keeping our fingers crossed that they don't answer. They don't. They don't get the letter because <laughs> it's the best cat in the world, the one-year-old calico. Yeah. Oh. Who the hell would have let that thing go? I don't know. I don't know. It was so cute. It's it was. So what are you gonna name her? Callie. <laughs> Callie the calico. Because <laughs> I'm a dork. <laughs> I I gotta admit, you come up with some good names. I named Zeno. Yeah, you did. You named uh, the Pitbull. And I named the Jack Russell Bailey. So I think fate is something. God, I 
And what were you doing before I made that U-turn? Saying not to go? Yelling at me. I'm like, no, we're not getting any more dogs. <laughs> Come on. Because every time we get a dog, <laughs> something goes wrong with the oldest dog we have. So no, <laughs> no dogs. <laughs> what do you think now about my decision? That it was good because we didn't get a dog. We got a kitty. <laughs> a cat. A booty. <laughs> Hopefully. 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 We got to keep our fingers crossed. We won't know till the 5th. <laughs> We're going to be talking about uh, what the fuck goes on in the mind of a killer we're gonna we're gonna look at that we're gonna talk about that Mm -hmm. and since it's hump day i want to know why younger men fall for these older bitches bitches yes why are you calling us bitches why do you why do they fall for these older women i want to know that's gonna be in the show today as the song says older women make beautiful lovers and they also bitch more yeah well no we don't so you get that going and it's like what the fuck we know what we know what we're doing where younger women don't that's why so you're saying experience yeah usually because they need to be schooled <laughs> don't uh, uh older women they start sagging in places that's why you know oh my younger God. women are more uh you know, enticing? No, nope, I ain't sagging. I ain't got that problem. <laughs> when you're CEO and founder of the Little Titty Committee, you don't sag. No, I gotta admit, but, you know, the, our son comes out and says, you look flat-chested without a bra. My God, my son said I looked like I was a boy. Because <laughs> I didn't have a bra on. Ain't that fucked up? And I'm, he's like, I'm like, what the fuck? He goes, yeah, when you're wearing a bra, at least you look like you got boobs. I'm, I, I'm telling you, your tits, man. Yesterday, those nipples. I, <laughs> I'm worried about you running into a fucking glass window or something. <laughs> and cutting it. And cutting that shit. <laughs> but you say you feel more relieved without a bra. Yeah. Oh, my God. Why is that? It was kind of weird at, at work, though. Why do we, I want to know why do women wear bras twenty four hours? I a can day? totally get why. I mean, I know why we wear. Okay, them. why? I mean, it's like because those that have the bigger breastuses. <laughs> it's them. not like I wear a bra on my balls. Well, yeah, actually, there's underwear out there now that will cup your balls for you. <laughs> get the fuck out of here! <laughs> there is. Yeah, I'm not even playing. How do you know these things? TikTok told me. <laughs> oh, so it's on TikTok. You believe? Because it. they okay, bought them. They showed them. They cups your balls. Y'all should get a pair. <laughs> no, but it, going in the cooler is not good without wearing a bra. Okay, why do women do it? Don't get off when track you're here. Big, I want to know. You're, when you're large, when you're la- well endowed in the breast area, which I am not, um, you, you need it, you need it for support. Uh huh. Because you you don't want to like run and get a black eye. Right. So support is like the biggest issue. Mm-hmm. Like for mine, okay. As my son said, when I wear one, I actually look like I have some. Because so. you push it up. Because I always go a size smaller with my bras, so they can be snug and yeah. You push look your bigger. titties up. Yeah, gotta push them up, make them look bigger. Gotta make them look bigger. Does oh, it help man. your back or something? Well, those that have bigger ones, it does. 
It does. Is it it a did wi- when mine were bigger. Is it a wise tale or whatever? If you don't wear a bra when you're younger, your tits hang to your knees when you're older. Have you met your Have, have you met your grandma back in the day? I'm just wondering. That is woman that never true? wore a bra. She thought. Oh, she, she's an old Italian. She thought Dead that Italian, but she, yeah. She thought that wearing, as we call them now, the tank tops. Right. But back then it was. We called them dago tees. Dago tees back then. Still do. She she wore. That's what she wore all the time. Was dago tees. Right, and she, you know, to her that was the same as a bra. And so it is true that she's sitting down. Her boobs were in her lap. I mean, come on, that woman never wore a bra. So that's true then. I think it's a hundred percent. What do you got to do? Train your tits. Got to train them. Train them. Stay. <laughs> so now they got underwear that cups balls. Yeah, I never heard of this. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look it up. And why? Tell you. Why would they need that? So they're not sagging, you nasty saggers. You sag just like women's tits sag. I don't know what the fuck. I'm a male. That's what happens, dude. They shouldn't be hanging to your knees. Hell yeah, man. No, it gives you a little more bulge. <laughs> when they're hanging at your knees? Yeah, that way women think you got a big dick. <laughs> How's that working for you? I don't know. It works pretty good for me. But another Dude, subject... you're wearing sweatpants all the time. You can't even tell. But another subject that uh, very much interests me... What? Was yesterday, you brought up the fact that somebody you know... Mm. <laughs> now went and is dancing at a strip club... And the first thing I said to you was what? Oh, their relationship's over? Yes. (laughs) You cannot trust a fucking stripper. You just can't. (laughs) It don't work that way. She's going to get probably ten sugar daddies. She's going to probably be on the knob. Of every one of these. Well, I guess she's got to do what she's got to do to pay the bills in her house because her old man just said. I, 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 well, you know what? Two, I day, two days at a bar, he does, and like three nights delivering pizza. I agree, man. Uh, 100%. You got to do what you got to do. During the day, she works at a gas station, and it's not mine. It's someone, it's a different one. She works at a gas station, and now. I mean, as of right now, it was Friday and Saturday she worked at the strip club. Plus, she has an OnlyFans. And she's 25. And that means what? Nothing. Actually, it's 25, just, she's getting on the it's high just, end. It just like kind of gets to me because our daughter's 25. Well, you got to put so that out of like, your head. That's weird. you actually 25 is actually mid-range. I'm going to go work at the for strip strippers. club on the weekends, too. You can't. You're old. <laughs> I can't because I'm old. Okay. Nobody wants to see an old person. They want to see young tits. Whatever. That's how it works. Because I'm old. Then I say, okay, not only is the relationship going to come to an end, give her two or three weeks and she's going to be hooking. That's the way the business works. Well, guess what? He better get some STD tests, man. I'm telling you. I'm not going to play the babysitter and I'm not going to jump in the Okay, this ain't about you. Okay, let's try to pull you out of it. I'm just talking in generality here. That, I think, is what's going to happen because it always does. It always does. No ifs, ands, or buts. Especially when you start getting these guys that throw you 20s instead of dollars. 
They're a big sugar daddy at that point. They're going to want a little more for their $20. Especially when they go in that VIP room. <clears throat> now this strip club you're talking about has one VIP room. Well, you don't know. But it they has another it. one. They remodeled oh, I already know it. About this. They got two. They Every strip club has two. And you gotta wonder, that strip club's had six different names in like six years. The first one is for your poor bastards who are gonna get their dick rubbed on by their ass. And the second one is gonna be the ones with the money where they go in there and get their knobs bobbed. Way it works. Is that how it rolls? Is that how it rolls? Yeah, that's how it rolls. So that's what's going to happen. Well, to each their own, in my opinion. Her bill's got to get paid. Yeah, but you came to me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then it's like, well, I don't care. Yeah, you do. You like drama. You're trying to play it off. I mean, I like drama. That's what you like. You like drama. No, I don't. Or you wouldn't have been coming home and saying, well, you guess what? Okay, that's something I don't really care about. But okay, tell me. (laughs) Well, then I'm going to remember never to tell you anything I hear at work anymore. Why do you get all upset when uh, when you come at me like that? fine. No. Telling me I like drama. Dude, I hate fucking drama. Why is it you're always in the middle of it? I'm not in the middle of that. I seen it on her thing on her... I I seen it. But how much you want to bet he's going to come in, visit you, and talk about it? And you're going to be, well, I got to give my opinion on this. No, because when he comes in, I want to play stupid and act like I have no idea what he's talking about. Like, what are you, seriously? So, older women, yeah, you're supposed to be mature. Older women are supposed to be more mature. Mature? Yeah, mature. Mature. Dude, really? I'm you're... trying to, you know, speak like a, you know, UK person. Mature. It's like when you say laboratory in uh, the United States, it's laboratory over in Europe and shit. You're stupid. I'm not the one who says it. They do. Well, it doesn't sound good coming out of your mouth, so don't say it. Laboratory? I think it sounds cool. You're stupid. Older women. What about older women? Now, what would you consider an older woman dating a younger man? What? How many years apart would you consider it at that point? Five or more. Why do you say five or more? I don't know. It's just the first thing that came to my mind. What about ten years? I, I would have to say ten years. Okay, then you say ten. Now, you have, uh, say, a younger guy. Who, uh, let's just use 22. Let's just use 22. <coughs> and they want to date somebody. In their 30s, even up to their mid-30s. Yeah. We were that age once. Yeah. Me, I never once thought about it. But what is the incentive for that 22-year-old to date somebody who's older like that? For a 22-year-old guy to date a 30-something? Yeah. Year old woman. The advantages? I want to know the advantages. The advantages. 
she's pretty much got her priorities straight. Meaning what? What priorities are you talking like about? Like job? Job security? So the J-O-B comes in. Yeah, I think so. She's got a job security. She's doing what she needs to do to get her bills paid and whatnot. Mm-hmm. She's totally over the 20-year-old, like, age, like, the bar running and stuff. Probably. Really? I said probably. I don't know. When she, at what at she's what age? Probably financially ready to do her thing. At what age do you think people get over to bar bullshit? Probably in their thirties and forties, except for you know when they're going out to socialize. So you think people get tired of the bar? People get t- lately. People are getting tired because it's expensive. the The prices at the bar are ridiculous. What do you mean? How much is it now? To to get a drink? Yeah, to get a drink. Well, my vodka lemonade for a tall is like freaking five fifty. They're fucking stupid. But then I can go f- three bars over and it's three fifty. <laughs> that's fucking. Uh, that's insanity right there. Five fifty for a fucking drink? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Go fuck yourself. I'll go with the fucking but uh, grocery I mean, store. It's not like I'm sure a lot of bars still have their you know draft night and like mm-hmm. all that shit i mean when i was when i was in my you know 21 22 right i went to a 25 cent draft night at one bar that just shows you how inflation's hit enough but that place was packed right at that time Be, and it was and now and, would and an older lady it, go to something like that and they didn't do it on the weekends it was wednesday night it was hump day right would, would a woman who is elderly Elderly? (laughs) Are you saying, like, my age is elderly? Well, you kind of, you know. Anyway, we're going to get away from that because Hollywood don't want to get bitched out. Uh, Would they go to something like that? I mean, if they're going with the guy they're dating, yeah, why not? I would. (laughs) But what about if they don't have one? If they're single... And seems to be, unless you're looking for an online date, (laughs) sometimes the bar is still the way to go. Now, here's the question. Are the older women going to that bar in hopes of picking up a younger guy? Probably not intentionally. Oh, give me a fucking break. Are you serious? Probably not, because you don't know who's all going to be at the bar until you get there. You don't know there's going to be, you could walk in and be all 20 and 30 year olds, nobody over the age of 35. <laughs> you don't mm-hmm. know. But an elderly woman. Stop saying elderly. That's just so wrong. Would go into a bar knowing it's a younger crowd and she might get hit up and laid. Am I right? That's a possibility. And that's why they're called cougars. Yeah. Because elderly women. Or MILFs. <laughs> or MILFs. MILF. No. If they go in that bar, they might get a young buck to give them some fucking junta. What the? Really? What the? What is with your freaking English language today? <laughs> junta. Could but you? you can't disagree with me, can you? No, I can't. <laughs> no. Because you know I'm right. 
I cannot disagree. That is what's on a cougar's mind, and that's where the name cougar came from. She, she goes after them younger men. Do you approve of that? To each their own. I, I, I do approve. <laughs> okay, why do you approve? I want to know. Because you want to get laid, go where you got to get it from. Who cares? Age, see, what is it with our age is a number? Okay, you say age is a number. It is. It's just a freaking number. Really? Yeah. Now, if you put that in perspective, you got somebody, say, 45 years old, taking it from somebody who's like a 22-year-old, do you think that relationship... Stamina. <laughs> you know, do you think that relationship's going to work over time? I don't. I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence with that. Because if you're 60 years old, they're only in their 30s. Why are they going to want to, you know, do a freaking decrepit old woman? There's people out there that do it. There are. Some women, I've met women that are in their 60s and you wouldn't think they were a day over. It still doesn't matter. 40. They start at 60 years old, you start getting cobwebs down there. Oh my God, not if it's used to, not if it's used by a younger man often. At that point, though, I would want to know what the infatuation is with that. I can see it as a, you know, a freaking fling, but not a serious relationship. Because maybe that fling was just that good that he wants to keep it going. Okay, yeah. so he wants to keep it going, but oh. on the side, don't you think he should have, you know, somebody his own age? On the side? Yes. No. Why? Not if he's having a good time with the older woman. Why would he need someone else? Oh, my God. I just can't. It don't work. <laughs> it might. You never know. I have to give it to you, though. You know, older women are sometimes emotionally mature. Sometimes. Because you know these younger girls, they're full of fucking drama. Piss and vinegar. That's what they are. <laughs> drama queens. Big time drama queens. So you have to admit that, yeah, you might want to get away with the drama shit. I mean, me personally, I don't find anything wrong with... Now, see, okay, this is where people are going to be like, oh, you're, you're, you're a hypocrite. I don't find anything wrong with older women and younger men, but I sometimes have an issue with older men and younger women. Okay, <laughs> I now that's why. I don't know. <laughs> no, you can't get away with that. Oh, no. Because, okay, I, I don't know what it is, but when I see a younger guy with an older woman, here's my first instinct. It's all about sex. <laughs> that is legit my first instinct. And when I see a younger woman with an older man, my first instinct is money. I don't know why. Well, what if it's the younger guy after an older woman, don't matter what she looks like or does, he wants the money. It but goes see, both that's ways. Not, but that's not where my mind goes when I see that. It just instantly with a younger man and older women automatically just goes straight to, it's all about the sex. <laughs> I don't know why. So that can be included in the mature is, like you said, they had a job. 
Yeah, they're and they got financially money. secure, and they could be living paycheck to paycheck just like everybody else too. But it's like they have a career; they know what they want. This is what they're doing, and mm-hmm. they're set in their ways, right? But it's like I don't know. I just see a young a younger girl with an older man, and I'm like, yeah, sugar daddy. That's it. That's it. That's all I get. I don't. <laughs> I think that's incredibly hypocritical. See, I told you. I don't know why. That is incredibly <laughs> hypocritical right there. Now, you can take it even a fur, uh, you know, farther here and put it in the corporate environment where you have a worker that wants to bang their boss. The young intern? Yeah. <laughs> now, can you say it's all about, you know, wanting sex and blah, blah, blah? It depends. Or are they putting the work in? It depends. Literally. Is that young intern a dude or a chick? And is the boss a dude or a chick? Because I'm I'm telling you, I'm going to go the same route. If the intern's a girl and the boss is a guy, it's all about the money. And she's going to get it so she can get ahead in that get ahead in that job. So you're saying women are hookers. They're not hookers. It's just where my mind goes. <laughs> no, no. They're not. Because, I don't know. They're not using their freaking taco to get ahead. The reason why is because you hear more about women going after their bosses than I personally hear about men going after their boss. Mm -hmm. I I don't hear it. I don't hear about it. This is true. You always hear about the younger women going after their boss. So my argument has always been women use the taco... To get what they want. And we I was always, correct. We always do. Is that something I don't care what age you are. You're going to use your <laughs> You're going to use it to get what you want. I don't care. What is that saying about women then? Uh, what? No. That we're serious. smart? <laughs> uh, no. You're not smart. <laughs> yeah. Why you to lower yourself and use your taco? How is that lowering ourselves if the shit works? Let's go for it. And that's the way women want to be seen. I don't know what other women. I, no, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't speak for all women. Uh-huh. <laughs> if it was me, <laughs> I'd be using it. For money. So doesn't that make it prostitution? Hollywood. Can I get my nails done? I'm talking about... <laughs> we use it at married women do it to their old man, too. Come yeah, on. put that aside, though. But don't you think that's prostitution at that point if they're freaking using not. that no. to get what they want? No. It's called getting ahead. Because <laughs> we go back to some of these younger women that date these old wrinkly ball guys. <laughs> Gross. And you know that's what they're doing. No morals. Dude, there's women out there in their 40s with sugar daddies. They don't have to be in their 20s. What you're saying, basically. Everybody and their mother, okay? Everybody and their mother. And with the guys, too. Everyone. It's money and sex. Money and sex. Money and sex. And that's what makes the world go around, you're saying. Technically. 
I agree. <laughs> Technically, it's all about the money and sex. Money, sex, and power. And if and, and if the the love comes in, then it then it's there. If not, then it's all about money and sex. Do you believe that elderly women have more experience elderly? than the younger ones? Yeah. As far as sex. Yeah, 100%. What I don't get is... We've been there, we've done that, you name it. Well, then there comes comes the problem. The older women are a lot more wide open. No, they're not. Oh, my God. No, they're not. Yes, they are. They've been used. No, they're not. It's called Kegels. For some. Dude, they have vagina rejuvenation if they feel like they're too wide. You can go get surgery to tighten it up. Jesus. But it. most women don't. Most women need to drive a freaking semi-truck through them. And you're, where have you been meeting women? Where a younger <laughs> woman, they're a lot tighter. This is scientific fact. How is it scientific fact? Because Hollywood said so. Well, then it's not scientific fact. It's called Hollywood's dumbass. <laughs> Now, I can get if they're experienced. I'm just saying that their hoo-hahs, their tacos, have a lot of guacamole in it. Oh, my God. What do they got? A disease? You <laughs> fucking... That's so fucking gross. <laughs> the fuck? They got guacamole. So, uh... <laughs> they got more guacamole. Dude, don't know. Do not use that comparison. It sounds like they got some kind of disease. That is so gross. So you're talking that older women's vaginas are just flapping in the wind. Is that what you're trying to say? Literally. No. They look like Arby's roast beef. I'm almost 49, and mine is pretty. Yeah, but a lot of other women, they have like an Arby's roast beef. That's so gross. And then you got to worry about the cheese. God, with the food comparison. (laughs) Dude, you're going to legit make me throw up. (laughs) I'm just trying to, you know, I I am. I'm just trying to. Dude, we need to get off this topic now because I don't want to talk about it with you anymore. (laughs) I threw up in my mouth twice already with your food comparison. Women. But there is a flip side to that. It might be positive. A younger guy w- who's with an elderly woman. Why do you go elderly? It's like, God, you make us sound like we're like 90. <laughs> well, you are going to be a half a century year old. Not yet. Soon. Next year. They can teach these guys something about yeah. how to use the motion in the ocean. Yep. And positions and I think younger men, though, when they first get with an elderly woman, Uh, they blow their nut faster. Dude, you're getting fucking, your nuts are getting grazed today. I swear to God. (laughs) What the fucking... uh, What do you consider an elderly woman? Over 65. Get the fuck out of here. That's elderly. Because, you know, then they can get Social Security and they can get their discount at the food place. You'd get discounts at, like, what, 50, 55? Depends. Uh, every place is different. It depends. Yeah, and by then she'll be wearing depends, but whatever. You will. Uh, no. No. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. I can't talk about this with you anymore. Why not? Because you're gross. You're comparis- comparing vaginas to fucking food. Well, how sad. Dude, like, you guys are any better when you get older. 
takes longer to get your wiener hard. Your balls At are least sagging. You take Viagra. Your balls are sagging to your fucking knees. I mean, and God forbid if y'all don't shower before you get some, man, y'all got some funk. You think women smell like funk? Okay. You know, like China I Dow's getting upset. I did a TikTok one time that, you know, y'all started that smell my finger shit. That's a guy thing. But, you know, I swear to God, after jerking off, I'm going to be like, smell my palm, motherfucker. <laughs> this is you. This is fucking, this is you. We'll be right back. We're going to talk about what the hell is in the mind of a serial killer, man. You're fucking crazy. Fucking crazy. Now you do what they told you. Now you do what they told you. Now you do what they told you. 
around me. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. What the fuck? Trusted Biker News now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. 
Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Add the Insane Throttle TV app on Roku now. Get content not seen on our other platforms. No censorship, no PC. Only biker fun and entertainment. It's hardcore. Again, go over to Roco TV and add the Insane Throttle TV app now. Rock on. Hi, this is James Hollywood Machikari, host of Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. Check me out over on Instagram at Insane Throttle Biker News. And join in on the discussion over on our YouTube channel at Insane Throttle Biker News Radio Show. Brotherhood and Betrayal is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the -the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't give the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. Now, uh, mind of these freaking serial killers, man. They're, you know, I don't. I'm intrigued with it because it's like, what the fuck are you thinking, man? What's going on up there in your head? And you pulled out an article. Yeah. Oh my god, I was reading this last night, and I'm like, damn, never even thought of this shit. What's some of the stuff with this? Because it's a very interesting subject. I was okay. This guy. He is, like, big on serial killers. It's Ronald M. Holmes and T. Holmes. They suggest that with serial killers, there are actually four types. Four types of killers. First, you got the visionary killers. The visionary killer will kill because they believe they have visions from God, Satan, angels, devils, whatever. And their victims are often not related, connected to them whatsoever. Mm Mm-hmm. It's because somebody told them to do it, basically, in their mind. So that's considered a visionary killer. Then you got the missionary killers, okay? They tend to murder a particular class, race, or group of people to eliminate them. Like, they say, a lot of people say, and these guys in this article say that... uh, they, you can argue it, but they say Hitler was considered a missionary killer for killing all the Jews. He was a fucking psycho. So, they consider him as an example of what a missionary killer is. Because going, they're going after a specific group of people. Exactly. Like, you got people that if, uh, like, I don't know, I think I, I would put Dahmer in there. He went after gay... Exactly. Gay boys. Exactly. Even though wasn't he gay? I don't even know. I don't know. But he went after the gays. But see, I would put him in that category, to be honest with you, because he went after one category of people, one group, one kind. One. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, what about the Green River Killer and the prostitutes? Is that considered one? I or? would say that would be considered a missionary killer, too, but he can also fall under another one, which would be the Lust or Thrill Killers. Okay, yeah, I would have to say that one then. They thought it, that those kind of killers do it to gain sexual gratification, intense sexual gratification from their acts of violence. 
That would be more so like the Ted lu- Bundy. The lust killers of this would be sexual pleasure before and after. The, uh, see, that's how what I don't get, man. I don't get that. Uh, they're fucking freaks. The, yeah, the you want to lu- fuck the, a dead person? The lust killers would would mess with the body before and after and then the thrill killers once the body once the person that they killed is deceased the thrill's gone and then they just go on to the next one Mm -hmm. so again it would have been a ted bundy with that yeah any of the serial killers that killed and yeah what would john wayne gacy be put in he only went after males i would say he would gay males I would say he'd be the he'd be in the the missionary. The missionary type. The killing the group a specific group. Mm-hmm. Then you got the control or power killers. These killers want to control and have a and and have like master over their victim in a complete way. This even can in even on how they die. They're in total control of it. Mhm. And well, would that be somebody like tortures and shit like that? Yeah. And they state that these um, the controlled killers are actually they have like a subcategory like organized killers mm-hmm. like Ted Bundy, they say, is an organized killer. Mm-hmm. Organized killers, they plan it. And during the planning was like. They're consuming the fantasy of it. Right. They choose to stalk their victims very carefully. They might carry a weapon with them, but rarely kill at the place where they encounter the victim because they have it play played out step by step by step. How they're going to do it, where they're going to do it, when they're going to do it. So they're extremely organized. And they say Ted Bundy was an organized killer. What's scary is some of these... Uh serial killers they're fucking actually really fucking smart some of them are geniuses that should scare the hell out of people Mm -hmm. and then of course you've got the disorganized killers which they usually bring a weapon but they'll use something at the scene instead of the weapon that they brought and they don't plan nothing they just attack suddenly so they have no plan in mind they just do it do you think a lot the more the lot more of the serial killers are there for sexual gratification? Well, the ones that you always hear about that that's yeah. Cuz if you look back in the medieval times when you had them executioners and priests cuz I listened to this thing uh cuz I loved uh educational shit. Mhm. They said that the torturers used to get Sexual gratification, so that would fall under what? The torturers? Yeah, where they keep control of their victims? Well, see, that I think in that one they can go under the lust thrill kills plus the controller power kills. I mm. think they can go under both. Now, there was a study, Murano AJ, uh, and this was done in 2020. And they said they identified the main triggers in most serial killers is childhood abuse, yep. neglect yep. from parents, yep. and research has shown strong correlation 
between the early uh, childhood abuse and individuals who kill for sexual gratification. That's because they say that a lot of people that go out and kill are ones that were sexually abused Mm -hmm. as children. So they want to repeat that cycle. They figure if it happened to them, they're going to take their anger and aggression out since they can't. Obviously, they're not going to take it out on the person that did it to them. They're going to take it out on someone else. You know, and if you really think about it, you're this. The, we're, there's not going to always be an obvious answer on why somebody kills someone. You're sometimes you'll never know. Well, you're talking about the voices in the head. Do you think that's paranoid schizophrenia? That a lot of them had that. Yeah, I think so. Those that aren't taken care of properly, like medicated or... So they take it to the extreme and start killing motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and then, and then okay, this is going to sound... Prob- no, actually, it's not going to sound stupid, but you got a lot of people that are probably, you know, that have murdered people. And instead of going to prison, they'd rather go to a loony bin. So they're going to say that now, wait a second, that ain't politically correct. I don't, I don't care. But I'm just saying, they're, they're going to be like, well, devil, the devil made me do it. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to try and get the insanity plea. Right. So they're going to put it out on, you know, that they heard voices. And they probably never did. But they're going to use that to get, not, not a lesser thing, of course, but to go... Go into the mental institution area instead of the actual prison. Mm. 36% of serial killers experience physical abuse. 26 experience the sexual abuse. And 50% experience psychological abuse. Mm-hmm. So psychology really plays into this. Mm-hmm. It does. But the thing that... The thing that bothers me is there's people out there that had shit go wrong with them <clears throat> when they were young, mm-hmm. you know, with whether it was abuse of whatever nature, whether it was physical, mental, emotional, sexual, whatever, and they don't do any of that shit. Or do they? They don't kill people. But do they think about it? Most people, when they go through shit like that, they <laughs> I think the main thing on their mind is the way they sit there and think about ways to kill the person that was doing that shit to them. But they don't follow through. They don't follow through, no. No, but they it's always on their mind. Mm-hmm. I can guarantee it. Anybody. But do they get obsessed over it? There's a possibility that they, I mean, I'm sure not all of them, but I'm sure there's a lot of them out there that get totally obsessed to it where they actually start planning shit, but they just don't follow through. I mean, it's like you get when you're a kid, when you're a child and you get abused in any way, shape or form, your childhood is gone. Your innocence, yes. And it's not just with sexual abuse. I mean, that's any kind of abuse. It's like mental abuse, physical abuse, any kind of abuse when you're a child. You just, uh, your your childhood, in in my eyes, is completely over. You just, you, you have to, like, mature quickly. But to use that 
as an excuse. They all do. I don't see. I can't see that. They all do. Every single one of them. I have yet to see any murderer go on trial that did not use some sort of abuse in their in their past mm-hmm. to try and get a lesser sentence. Right. I haven't. Any? I haven't at all. I mean, if anybody knows any of these murderers that, and you've done research on any of this, and you know one that never used that as a defense, but I don't think that it should pass the muster. <laughs> but I don't think it always does because look at all the people that had, like even the big name ones, like Ted Bundy. I mean, and the Green he River had a normal he had a normal ch- uh, childhood, and the Green River Killer, and like some of these other people that are out there, you know, like uh, even Gacy. I mean, it's like. What kind of childhood do these people have? For real. What? That drove them to this extreme. Yeah. Well, I mean, what what went so fucking wrong in your life that you turned to that? What? And turned you, into a monster. And and it, the thing is, is you're never going to know the answers to everybody. To, any, to all of it. You're not. You're not. Seriously. You won't know. Some people just do it out of, you know, I mean, because they're... Vengeance, I guess. Because you got the serial killers, and then you got the person that kills just one person. Mm-hmm. Those are a different category. It is a different category, but it's still a murderer. If they kill one person. Mm-hmm. It's still a murderer. Not a serial murderer, but it's still a murderer. And a lot of those are acts of passion. Right. I mean, come on. I know Lorena Bobbitt didn't murder her man, but she cut his dick off. What the fuck? Yeah, that was pretty screwed up. I mean, that shit's fucked up. She started a trend, man. You gotta watch your women. I know, you gotta watch out now. But it's like, what made, I mean, I mean, I know women, we make jokes. We're, we cut your dick off. Well, fucking, we don't do it. <laughs> well, what's more what interesting is it? women when they kill Oh, yeah. It's a totally different type of situation, it looks like. Of course, she did have that serial killer that brought down in uh, Florida that was uh, executed. She was a monster, even looked like one. (laughs) But sometimes it's the reverse. Yeah. Where women actually want the control. Oh, yeah. Because they they kill for it. And probably they figure this is the only way they're going to get it. And guess what they do? They use the taco. They use the taco to lure in their victims. Exactly. <laughs> it ain't money any different than fucking fucking uh, Ted Bundy. With he the... he went off his looks, which I don't know. I don't get it personally because I really thought he was ugly. I guess you got to be an '80s person. I guess, but he I thought he was ugly. Or Dahmer, you know, if he obviously had some gay tendencies, he mm. lured these gay people because the of sex. And so did Gacy. Exactly. It was all about the sex, and they lured. That's how they lured him in. And Gacy, God, what the fuck? That uh. I wonder though. They have taken some of the brains of serial killers. I wonder what they're trying to learn from it. Are they trying to map different areas of the brain where you to become a psycho or trying to predict? I don't get it. You know, a while back I watched. I used to watch this show about serial killers, and they actually interviewed them. And one of them, what the, I can't even think of his freaking name right now. What, the Iceman? Yes. That motherfucker was oh scary. Oh my god, I watched his his show. 
the show that they did on him. And that motherfucker. You had, know why he was called the Ice Man. Holy had, cow. And that's because he was like internally, he was ice. He had no remorse for anything that he did. It no, was just like psh, money. Dude's buried. Gotta do what I gotta do. Burn hell right now. But it's like, and that's another thing that can drive people to killing people is if they're getting paid to do it. Yeah. Hit, look at him. Hit, yeah, hitman. I mean, look what he did. But the problem was he he was ice. He didn't care. He did not give a shit. And see, there's people out there that are, and they those people in my eyes don't fall under any of these people's categories. They're actually the scariest. They're the worst of the worst, in my opinion, because they have no remorse. They don't care. Well, that's what with uh... they're just doing. Some people, the, some of these, like the Ice Man, they're just doing it to do it. Well, that's like Sammy Bulgarano. He got out of 19 murders. Those were 19 fucking murders. He's a serial killer. And they let him walk. See, I still don't understand how he got away with that. Because he turned in John Gotti. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a good way to get out of shit. Just turn in the bigger man. Right, because the government wanted him that damn bad. They let him loose, but he was a... Now, then you have to say to yourself, well, he got away with those 19 murders. When they let him out, did he get away with any more? Yeah, how many they more? Don't know. How many more because they can't recharge him? Cause he's <laughs> well, they can actually charge him. He didn't get double jeopardy. He oh, he didn't? He just plead? Yeah, okay. he plead. I didn't know that. I thought he got, I thought it was, you know, they couldn't recharge him. But yeah, how many, how many other people did he kill when he got released? <laughs> I bet you did. Uh, You know what? That's a very interesting subject is, you know, organized crime hits. But it's like, and what I mean, drives them? I mean, it's like you look at all these killers that are out there, and I mean women too, because women are bad. But they don't get executed at the rate of a man. Oh no, no, a woman could possibly spend her life on death row, but it'll—I uh, don't think she'll ever. There's very few women that were executed. Very few mm-hmm. compared to men. Very true, very true. But that's a good topic—is organized crime. Uh, Hitman. It's time for Cards Against Humanity. Get your nastiness ready. Okay, Cards Against Humanity or Family Feud, whatever you want to call it on the show. What do we got today? Whatever we want to call it. God, now I'm still... I got the chills talking about the Iceman. It does. See, that's the one that scares you the most, I think. Dude, I was freaking out just watching. I'm not even going to lie. I freaked out watching that show. But I was so engrossed in it at the same time. Did you see the fucker's eyes, man? His eyes were the scariest part of the whole thing. Uh-huh. I had to like look away. I had to actually do something else and like listen to the show, to his show because I could not look at his face because the look in his you eyes You can tell. When you looked in his eyes, it was like empty. Mhm. Like seriously. That's I was like, "What the fuck?" So what do we got? It's creepy. Name a Okay, wait. 1 2 3 4 5 6. Top six answers are on the board. Name a weather term that can also describe your significant other. Name a weather term that can describe... Horrific. That's not a weather term. Yeah, it is. It was a horrific tornado. Oh God. No, it's not. That's, you're stupid. 
How is that stupid? You know, it was a horrific hurricane. Bedlam says the Iceman story makes him fall asleep because of the Iceman's voice. <laughs> <laughs> no, that scared the shit out of me. I don't want to meet nobody like his ass. And that, what's even worse is he looked like an old grandpa. He did. He's a killing motherfucker, man. Bush Coyote. Cloudy. Yeah! <laughs> Bedlam. Depressing. Thunder cunt. The thunder cunt. <laughs> I like that one. I'm sorry. I love that one. I should use That's that. Pound good. thunder cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. That's awesome. So far, no. They're not in there. I mean, I guess, I guess, I can, I guess Bedlam, I can actually say that he has gotten number two. What was Be- that? Well, number two was Stormy and Violent, and I think Thunder Cunt would fall under that aspect. <laughs> well, and then we have people just saying, like, you know, hurricane, tornado. No. Right. No. Well, what are the answers here? No. All right. <laughs> Odie, wet. <laughs> Sometimes, unless they're elderly. Oh my god, with the fucking elderly. (laughs) Alright, the number one answer that you can describe your significant other as is hot. I have to agree. I have to agree with that. I have to agree. See? How about cold? Cold and frigid is number three. Fucking Morbic. Oh my god. Do you know how many people I know hate that word? What? Moist. Moist? <laughs> it's moist. <laughs> <laughs> Your oldest daughter hates that word. I usually use that word a lot around her just because I know she hates it. Okay, so number one's hot. Number two is stormy, violent, or in Bedlam's case, thunder cunt. Cold and frigid is number three. Number four is sunny, because she's got a sunny disposition, because she's always happy. Yeah, that's not happening with you. I wouldn't describe (laughs) you as that. Number five is gloomy. Like me, my, my, my... My favorite person in the world, or my favorite thing in this world, is Eeyore. Right. Um, That's my buddy. And then finally... This one would suit a lot of people. Icy. Because they're cold as ice. Got that right. Like you. I ain't cold as ice. I'm funny. Well, my feet are. (laughs) (laughs) My feet are cold as ice. And that's all for Motorcycle Madhouse this morning. Don't forget to go over to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Install Insane Throttle TV channel over on Roku as well as go get the Insane Throttle radio app over on Google Play. Rock on until next time.